0: Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow
1: leather.
0: Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this.
1: Live from Madden's Boulevard, it's Paul
0: and Ray. I see
1: I see, I see. I see. I see. Hi-Z. <laughs> Hi-Z.
0: All right, that's the (laughs) show. Now, uh, we we record from the Alfresco studio here in the Corbet Palais Mm. or the Chateau de de Corbet Mm. on a rather rainy day.
1: For anybody who isn't listening in New South Wales, we have just been bucketed with Skywee for two days. (laughs) (laughs) Is
0: that what you've always called rain? It is
1: Skywee. You're a little
0: kid and you're like,
1: Mummy, Skywee. But when you were a kid, didn't you think that it was Jeeba's Wee? Yes. I I would always think it was Jeeba's Wee. I
0: moved into Jeebus crying because there's so many hungry children in Africa. And well, then I thought, hang on, couldn't he control that?
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, this he is.
0: invented the sun, but not oats? And
1: this is where it gets. Yeah, let's, let's not pull at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we have honestly been bucketed on, and not even in a nice, delightful, mm. oh, Paris in winter kind of way. It has just been sleety, coming in at mm. right angles all over you, walk out and you need to go home and have a shower. Yeah, kind it's of right.
0: Peter North level. Like, it is just
1: <laughs> it's just
0: at you. But the thing that does frustrate, though, is when you turn on the radio, and today listening to a little bit of talkback, all it is wall-to-wall is just people going, there's a tree down on the corner. Mm-hmm. And look, you know, I stuffed up and went and did a little talkback radio for a while, and it's always did, did my head in a little bit. Storm Day equals just
1: so much information. But would you get a lot of reaction? For, like, would the phones light up? Or is this yeah, a Yeah, it's easy calls. It's, right. just, yeah, it's yeah. easy
0: calls. Because everyone goes, it's my chance to be a
1: reporter. Yeah. And
0: the information is important. But by God, like listening to, as I have today, <laughs> about <Yeah>. five <laughs> hours of... There's a tree at the corner of... And I'm like, this is like listening to CB radio.
1: Yeah, it's not the first time it's ever rained, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have actually been through this before. But also it's
0: this thing too that it's like when weather stuff happens in other parts of the world, like a lot of people die.
1: Yeah. Right? It's not like there aren't casualties though mm. in weather like this. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed as you've been driving along the roads all of the broken umbrellas. Oh, and what about the leftists. people who Instagram
0: them? Just with like a little bit of a, like like it, like it's little, it didn't have a soul.
1: This city is absolutely littered with umbrellas by the road. I don't know whether, you know, I mean, we have created the internet mm. and things like that. We, you and me personally. We, you and me. When I remember
0: when Rachel and I were just, just three.
1: We sat down in our bedroom, doodled on a piece of paper, came up with the internet.
0: Only so we could play doctors and nurses <laughs> when we're not in the same house. We just. (laughs)
1: We can't come up with an umbrella that does not turn inside out.
0: Well, this is the thing. If you don't have a serious, sturdy golf umbrella nothing's going to stand up. The golf umbrella is the only umbrella. The one that fits inside the purse, the one that fits in the glove box, they're weak, they're piss-weak, they're too thin. You need the structure, rate.
1: But somebody needs to come up with an umbrella that can fit in your purse no. but can still stay the right side in because last night as I was wandering through the city and the pelting down, coming in sideways, pissing down rain, it's what just... What colour
0: T-shirt did you have on? <laughs>
1: Not a white one. Just asking. (laughs)
0: You seem offended. Just asking. But
1: left, right and centre, people are just, it's like pew, 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 as everybody's umbrellas just pop inside out. To the point where the whole lot of us just put the brollies in, gave up and just walked in the pissing down rain. It's
0: the lack of discipline in our schools, Rach. I've (laughs) always said this, the lack of discipline in our schools means that we're soft in the backbone. And the example of the backbone is... Yes. The umbrella. The umbrella that turns inside out. Alan? Oh. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, I had such an awesome day late last week. Such an awesome day. Where uh, my two little nephews, we went into the city and saw a movie. Now, they don't live in the city. They don't live near the city. So the idea of going to the city Mm. for a movie... Mm was fantastic like you know they're only in the first couple of years of high school like so they can't quite hit the train get over there do it for themselves but there i am the uncle going all right what are we going to go see boys Mm -hmm. uh you know and there's nothing on (laughs) (laughs) a lot of kids movies what about fast seven boys do you want to go see fast seven no i've already seen it so then i've done the old uh all right do you want to see the ma15 movie Oh, hey. The Get Hard, the Will Ferrell oh, thing, right? Oh, goodness. And, and, and they knew it anyway. They suggested, and I think it's with accompanied I don't know. I mean, they pretend to be vague yeah, about yeah, the rules yeah, here. Yeah. Buy the ticket, they know. Anyway, fine. You're
1: too busy playing cool uncle to oh, care. <laughs> but just,
0: and I've got, I've, I'll, I'll, I'll back myself in a cool uncle, right? Mm. Think about it. If you are a, you know, a pubescent nephew, yep. is this not the uncle that you want to go, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to the art gallery or do you want to go to movies? <laughs> and before we go to the movies, you want to go to time zone. And what do you want to eat? A sushi roll or popcorn and frozen Coke?
1: (laughs) Tick, tick. Tea. It's because they always choose all the options that you want. <laughs> you know, like, you're, you're just putting forward all of your options, and it just so happens that those are the El Supremo options for the teenage kid. You didn't choose to go see Paul Blart, more cop 2? Oh, what two? is that shit? <laughs> <laughs> P.U.
0: But that, that's those moments where, you know, forgive us for coming off just a little snobby here. Mm. But I look at that and go, oh, I don't even think it Dumb person finds that awesome.
1: That is just shit with a capital rubbish and...
0: (laughs) So those dumb people who who spell shit with rubbish. Yes,
1: and a garbage full stop. What a pile of shit. And then you think to yourself, there are all of these very talented writers, people who could come up with great ideas, who are sitting there mulling over their screenplay, locked away for years, thinking, will I ever get it made? And then somebody comes in and does a turd on a piece of A4, and a movie (laughs) company makes it, and somebody pays to go and see it. It's a joke.
0: Well, at the Movies with Paul and Rachel. will return
1: <laughs> after this.
0: Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page.
1: I think I could maybe hack together uh, just last minute a questions for Paulie segment. Oh,
0: oh, oh well, you know they make my week.
1: <laughs> I know. I look forward to these. <laughs> I say that because I can see one question in my list of prep. Okay, that's and, good. And we've often done this segment at one question, but I reckon if I just go through, I can find other I questions. I
0: trust our ability to talk about whatever subject it is for up to 20 12 minutes.
1: Okay. And then it
0: might get paired back to the quality two and a half of the podcast.
1: <laughs> Editing. Now, question number one Why is Samuel L. Jackson doing ads for Bet365? Does he have a gambling problem? Is he a known better? Like, I don't know. There is a
0: chance he's paying off a debt. I mean, I'm just wildly speculating here, but but this is the whole thing. I think that company is an English company. So I think that that's why, you know, the stadiums don't look like anything you've seen. So I'm assuming it's because of his crippling gambling (laughs) debts.
1: Okay, I like that. Uh, All right, question number two. Talking in a car when you've got somebody on speaker and there's somebody else in the car. You Must if,
0: always declare.
1: Oh, to the listener. Whoever,
0: who? Okay, this is mm. the thing. It's always like if you ring, it's like, yeah, g'day, doll, I've got uh, Sean in the car. Yeah. Like you've got to, you must declare.
1: My question is, is it poor social behaviour for the person in the car? Because when I am sitting in the car and a phone conversation is happening, I find it quite difficult to work out what my role is.
0: Right, yes. Well, your role is... Well, see, I assume you are brought into the conversation.
1: Well, this is the thing.
0: Because it's not like somebody's going, Oh, my husband just left me. Like, generally, yeah. it'll be fairly light fare.
1: Yes, but I had a situation with 2.0 on the weekend where we were in the car. He was calling his mum and his mother and me get along really, really well. I love speaking to her. But well, we've had a couple of times in the car Do you where... you call her mummy? No, I don't call her mummy. I don't
0: understand that. The, the people who call... Must be an American thing. But the people who call their in-laws mum and dad.
1: Don't you do that, though, once you get married? Isn't that how what happens? I don't...
0: haven't. I think we can all agree. Long-term listeners of this program should not be measuring their life <laughs> by mine. <laughs> and look, to be honest, uh, I don't use the term dad or daddy anymore. I prefer it to be used on me.
1: That's rank. <laughs>
0: what? Why? <laughs> I have a daughter. You filthy... How could you? Want to stay in touch? Head
1: to the website,
0: paulandrache.com.au. Rach, a new segment on the show. It's called Questions for Rage.
1: <gasps> you!
0: Yeah.
1: I'm ready. All
0: right, and uh, this only has one question.
1: Well, it's just like Questions for Paulie. What the f*** is Sia? <laughs> what the f*** is she? <laughs> like, what the f***
0: is that? <laughs> like, she's the singer,
1: you know... <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm, with a wig on, I'm really, really torn with the whole sea phenomenon. My issues are the following: Number one, very talented musician, mm. writes a good pop tune, mm. has been writing for a number of big name celebrities and doing a fabulous job at it. I think she is one of those musicians who's made it and deservedly so.
0: Little known fact: she wrote "Who Let the Dogs Out." No, she didn't. I- <laughs> Well, it's a little-known fact. It was just born here. In fact, there's a placenta of idea...
1: <laughs> Still attached to it on my dining room table. Uh, <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, Let's plant a tree. When did this get to the 1930s? <laughs> so, see... Uh, is, I think, very talented. The thing that I'm struggling to come to terms with and struggling to work out how I feel about is that the theory behind her desire to wear oversized wigs that cover her face and turn her back to the audience when she performs <laughs> is that she wants to be able to be as successful as she is musically mm-hmm. but not get chased at the shops. Now, you know that I am right on board with the idea of... Of not being famous, and that I will say to anybody who listens that if you think being famous is a goal, if you ever get there, you'll fucking hate it. Yeah. You know, the idea, uh, and you know, the idea of being internationally famous where you can't even go to another country and go to the shops and get a cup of tea would be terrifying.
0: Because for those uber famous people, it's everyone's once in a lifetime chance yeah. to have a photo with Liam Neeson. Yeah. And Liam Neeson's just like, I didn't sleep much last night, I'm just going across the road to get a Mars bar because I can't be... Like, like That's his frame.
1: And now in the iPhone world, you are an asshole to one person. That yeah. is filmed, it goes up on the internet, and all of a sudden Liam Neeson, biggest asshole in the universe. That
0: said, I heard a great story about Madonna um, from New York the other day that there's a, a, a guy I like listening to, Jim Norton, the comedian. Mm-hmm. He loves a celebrity photo, and he sort of hung out for a photo in the radio station Mm. with Madonna. And sort of it became a moment where essentially it was just him and her. And he said, look, can I have a photo? It's his thing. That's what he does. She says, no, thank you. And just keeps walking. But the thing with Sia, back back to sort Mm. of the, 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 the wigged one. Yes. All right. Why doesn't she just do the daft punk... Style, you know, wear a helmet, or the Gorillaz style thing. So you can be very rich, yeah. but you don't go on Sunrise.
1: Well, the the issue, I think, is her first album or two, her album cover was her face, oh. her entire face. So she's been through, you know, I mean, Darth... So this is a gimmick. Well... You lied no, on this podcast. No, this is what I'm confused about. Ugh. I feel like there is some genuine... You know, there's something genuine in there. Was just... she
0: famous before she put on the wig?
1: Yeah, People knew her, but not as well. So what is she oh, hiding from? I know, because I, just, I feel like now that she's, you know, become more famous, I get what she's trying to Stop do. Stop
0: oh. looking for the good in people. <laughs> okay.
1: Because I'll
0: give you the tip. <laughs> what? Some of them are <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: We had a little segment that we used to do a little while ago, and I'm going to get you to just off the cuff, hopefully remember it with me. It involved some singing. The segment was "What a Punish. Did I have a Water Punish moment yesterday? Uh, was I'm it f-
0: in the shower? <laughs> No, wasn't. Why not?
1: Because we don't talk about those things here. Why? Because.
0: Do you have a fungal infection?
1: No, I don't have a fungal infection. Do you have tapeworms? No, I don't. Oh, I'm just checking. Do you really hang up, uh, your bottom over a bowl of meat if you have tapeworms? What? To, <laughs> to get them to come out.
0: What is that garbage?
1: Apparently, you have to put a, some cooked meat under your bum and get the tapeworm to crawl no, out.
0: Don't you go and get combantrum or something?
1: That, I don't or know. Was that for dogs? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Clearly, Rachel and I are right up.
1: On our medical mumbo jumbo.
0: <laughs> if there's a doctor listening, please.
1: But how did that get the tray of meat? I'm going to Google it now. What?
0: Tray of meat?
1: <laughs> under your bottom. Hang on. Wait.
0: Which adult site just came up?
1: (laughs) No, the worm farming fact sheet from Hornsby Council. That's not what I want. (laughs) I'm not trying to farm worms in my bottom. I'm trying to get rid of them.
0: (laughs) Hang on. Imagine the scarecrow. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Hmm. I can't seem... To find any supporting evidence
0: of your ridiculous (gasps) theory.
1: Wait. Oh no! It says avoid raw meat. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> okay, rather than spending the rest of the podcast, <laughs> let's just assume that's rubbish.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, I'm sorry if I've given anybody any wrong medical steers by saying that you should cook meat and put it under your bottom <laughs> if you have a <laughs> way.
0: Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Okay, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, this is breaking. Whoa, are you serious? News. Oh dear. Breaking. Whoa. Are you serious, Are you serious news? news? A man has died
1: oh, that's after bad. having
0: sex with a scarecrow. According to, and seriously, if this isn't a reliable source, I'm going to eat my non-existent hat,
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: deathandtaxismag.com. <laughs> oh, right.
1: It's, it's the only th- thing you can rely on. <laughs> Mate, Seriously. <laughs>
0: Like, wow, I don't know what else they do, but they've, you know, they've got a news section mm-hmm. and people don't just make stuff up on the internet. What's the tax news? Like, I don't know. Let's find out next week. <laughs> okay, But Until yep. then, let's focus on the man who died having sex the Scarecrow. Oh. Allegedly in Buenos Aires, authorities discovered a 58-year-old man lying dead in a field next to a Scarecrow. The Scarecrow was wearing a six-inch strap-on dildos. Oh.
1: <laughs> that now, is
0: a low point He continues The deceased had presumably dressed the scarecrow in lipstick And put a wig on it oh, Before strapping on the device
1: Oh God
0: And making love to it
1: How did he die? I don't know God, can you imagine if that was the On
0: sale at Bunnings?
1: <laughs>
0: what? What a, to, <laughs> what a way to scare scare yeah. animals away Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au.
1: What are your thoughts on those uh, massaging machines? Uh, where on non-private parts? Oh, of like you? the chair one? Uh, not the chair, but the you know the the. There's like of
0: wands of. Wands of wands. Not a
1: wand. Um, it's like a 2.0 bought um, A foot massager.
0: It's the one that the uh, Dawn Fraser <laughs> just before she died was was selling.
1: Oh no! What was that? Oh, was
0: know, that the she, foot she, bath? She, she hasn't died.
1: Oh, hasn't she? No. I never know. So who's died and who hasn't? I can't keep up with who's popping off.
0: Okay, Google alert: Dawn Fraser died. <laughs>
1: Okay, all right. I will be your first with Dawn Fraser Death News. Oh, that's terrible. Which She's we hope hero.
0: doesn't happen for a long time. Exactly.
1: Already. So uh, he bought one of those massages that you just stick on your back. It's sort of like a big thing with two yeah I know, like those Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I... Uh, little red lights. Little red lights, the heat and stuff like that. So I thought oh, I'll give it a burl because I am ha- quite tight in the old shoulders. And you
0: just love the thermomatics.
1: I love the thermomatics. So I we were watching telly, and uh, I gave it a bell, and I was, I was getting in there. It was kneading out the knots, and I thought this is really doing me some good. So I did the upper shoulders, got into there.
0: Okay, How, okay, reenact. Mm. What noises were you making?
1: None. I'm a very quiet massage patient. <gasps> Seriously, <laughs> <Sucked in. laughs> I didn't. I didn't fall for it. You're not just oh. nah. What are some of the noises you didn't make? <laughs> So, I'm sitting there letting it work its magic, slowly sort of getting into bits and pieces, and I'm feeling better. I'm like, oh, this is really good. I get it down to the lower back, and I've got a very tight lower back. Mm, And I start to get in, get in, kneading in there, and it's really not coming good. And the rest of my back had come good, and I'm thinking, oh, I just have to, okay, I just have to move around, move around. I got to the point where I was on that thing for three and a half hours attempting to rectify the issue to the point where. By the time I got off it, I couldn't actually walk.
0: <laughs> oh, you paralyzed yourself on yeah. the thermomatic.
1: I'm not sure if the bruise is still evident. Hang on.
0: Oh, hang on. Top's coming off. Have I still got
1: a yes, brain... you do. Yeah. Yeah. I entire back blue on one side, because it was only on one side. The other side was okay. My entire back <laughs> puffed up. like. How do you not give up after the first hour? Because I, okay, this is the thing that I needed to ask you about, is that I have that theory, sort of like, you know, that theory that juice dieters have where they go, the headaches are just the toxins coming out. No, they're not. It's your body saying, I'm f-ing hungry, get me a sandwich. Correct. You know? What I kind of felt was that the pain oh, no. that I was feeling, the excruciating pain, were the toxins coming out.
0: See, you would have been great during, you know, like the Black Plague. It's like, <laughs> look, I know I'm coughing up <coughs> a lot, but it must mean me just getting rid of the
1: virus.
0: <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: What a bit of good news. Oh, I love good news. And for once, it's not
0: good news about rooting. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's not good news about dating. Mm-hmm. It's a story that will warm your little heart. Oh, little girl, she's 10, mm-hmm. she's crook, mm-hmm. she put out a invitation to all of her friends, please come to my birthday party. Mm. They all said no. Oh. Have you seen this story?
1: Yeah. They all said no. I know.
0: Now, how do you, I mean, I thought if you were invited to a party, you sort of had to go as a kid. I yeah. didn't think you had the option of no.
1: Yeah. I remember going to plenty of kids' birthday parties where I didn't like the kids and my mum made me go because when you get and an you'll invitation, like and you'll love it. But in this situation, as a mum, if this kid had uh, invited my child, damn straight I'd be going to the party. Correct. So
0: anyway, so it, it, she's she's got a thing called Sotos Syndrome, mm. which means she has development delays such as speech and learning. She struggles at school and is often left alone in the playground.
1: Mm, oh. It's the worst. I hate seeing kids alone no. in the playground. If if it wouldn't get me arrested, I would go into playgrounds and just sit with kids and have <laughs> lunch with them.
0: <laughs> get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page.
1: What are your thoughts on this new show that's coming to Channel 9? Married at First Sight. Hate it. <laughs> Sorry. What a surprise. (laughs)
0: Forgive me. I know you're doing a little bit bit of Channel 9, today's show, so I don't want to lose your spot in the car park here.
1: (laughs) In my visitor's spot. (laughs) (laughs) What a
0: terrible idea. This is a bit wrong.
1: It's absolutely wrong. And
0: And what a way of absolutely rubbing it in the face of two blokes who've loved each other for 20 years who want to get married and we're just going...
1: Mary (laughs) Strange. That is an excellent point. You are so. Right. But it's like a whites-only cooking
0: show yeah. in South Africa in the 1980s. eighties. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> let,
1: let's us re-
0: let let's shove this so far oh in your God. face.
1: There's a bunch of things that you have to wonder about a show like this. The first is obviously it's train wreck television. And friends of mine who have worked on reality television shows before and casting for reality television shows have told me on many an occasion that the words, find me a train wreck, mm-hmm. very often come out of the mouth of the senior producers. Well, this is
0: the whole thing, is that, you know, what is it, 10, 15 years? Since Australia sort of started playing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it used to be a way of putting normal... Yeah. People on television now—it's it just
1: nuts because it's—you've it's, always got to get weirder and wackier and zanier than the previous series, and so you just end up with a whole bunch of nutbags. But if you are going to go on this show, you know, and I have, you know, been on Tinder, I've dabbled in that whole uh, whole world. I think it's great fun. I think you don't it's have a great to marry
0: people on Tinder, though. <laughs> no, that's true. Or reject them on television.
1: Yeah, but the, when I see those eHarmony ads and I see people coming out, there's a part of me that feels a bit like, why would you do that? I never
0: understand these things. Mm. I think it's. The the eHarmony one where they've got like somebody standing in white background yeah. going, oh, the dates were all fantastic and da 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 and, you know, it's a great place, but hang on, if you're still single, it
1: doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: aren't you supposed to have a photo of somebody in their dream house going, here was me six months ago?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Michelle.
0: you can't just have someone saying, oh, it's such a great site, lots of dates, and all of them think I'm crazy. <laughs>
1: They're there's, all
0: so busy. They just don't have time for a relationship.
1: There's one that brings out her artwork. Have you seen oh. that one where she brings out her paintings? I think there's your first step wrong. I think you I know? used to
0: work with one of the girls th- who popped up there and was all a bit proud of it on Facebook. And I'm just like, okay, but again, yeah. unless it ends in a success story, it's like a weight loss program. Mm. It's like Jenny Craig, mm. rather than saying before and after, mm. it's just somebody exactly the same size yeah. as when they started the diet going, oh... You can have biscuits. Mm, and
1: say, mm, the meals were delicious. I ate nine of them every meal. So this, you know, I always wonder why you would do one of those eHarmony ads, uh, even though I've written about online to the masses, you know, going on Tinder. So it's not embarrassing. We are a of
0: Christian Mingle anyway. N-
1: naturally, and due date. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but this I find is that no. next level on top of that. That's going on a television show and going, I'm so desperate. I will go to the altar and marry somebody that somebody else has picked For me, I don't know what these people get out of this. And while I understand that finding true love is something that everybody wants and it is a great thing to find, I don't know if anybody genuinely believes that standing at the altar and meeting somebody for the first time might yield your Mr. Forever.
0: Yeah, look, while I think it's unlikely that there's a little naked baby in the sky (laughs) with a harp and arrow deciding who loves each other, I'm also thinking Cupid... Is not a bloke called Gavin with a clipboard who's a TV producer <laughs> yeah. searching for people willing to do
1: this. Yeah, and I also think that if Cupid does exist, he's not just buzzing around atop the Channel 9 studios. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe at the Christmas party. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Did you
1: see the story uh, that was written in Oni soir? the Sydney University Ugh. newspaper. Oh, what
0: garbage <laughs> did they shove down? I, got, I, I think I was targeted by an Oniswa act of smart-arsery. Truly. Oh, I don't know. I fell I, 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 I for a prank and I loved pranking radio stations. Mm. And somebody was complaining about something that was happening in a university and they called me when I worked over at the, the, the talkback radio station. And I got all sort of, really? Tell me more. Mm. And it, it, the whole thing was a piece take. Right. Deliberately set up by oh, commercial media It's just too trusting.
1: Right, okay. See, the, Oniswa has a, a real essence of wank. when of wank. When you get out of... I, I never wrote... I went to Sydney University. I never wrote for Oniswa. Uh, but when you come out of university, people talk about writing for Oniswa... Like you could come out of Onisoir and edit some kind of major national newspaper. Well, it's
0: like, you know, that sort of theory that, you know, the university review where the degeneration came out of. Yeah. Uh, that this, you know, this was the place where they'd trawl for yeah, the next yeah. group of comics. I'll
1: give you the hot tip. I did the law review. We're sitting doing a podcast at my dining table. <laughs> so <laughs> it's... hey, oh, <laughs> hey, hey. It's not all the heady heights of stardom. But this story that came out of Onisoir was about... a. A few years ago, a student told of Tanya Plibersek offering her a lift home from Redfern Station. Now, Sydney University quite often, students will catch a train to Redfern. It's notoriously not the safest of stations, if you're not familiar with Sydney, to be walking around at night time. And she was walking home at night, and she pulled over. She had the whole family in the car, right. and basically offered... I was say,
0: you've got a real story
1: here. <laughs> basically offered this girl a lift. Yeah. And I don't know why it's only coming out now, but this girl has basically said, oh, you know, a few years ago Tanya Plibersek offered me a lift, I thought when she pulled over and asked me if I'd like to get in the car I was like, here's a family pretending to be nice to me and something horrible's going to happen. She ended up getting in the car and getting a lift home.
0: Right, because so the moral of the story is Get in a car with a stranger.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. This is the whole thing. But yes. let me guess,
0: you know, or, you know, my night with Tanya, where, where have they done it? What have they done here? But... Tony Abbott wouldn't do it. Tony Abbott, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd <laughs> eat babies.
1: <laughs> Did you see the story no. of him sculling the beer? Please.
0: Yes, good, fine, Saturday night.
1: Who cares? But also, this is a
0: guy that couldn't be a fitter human being in Australia, yeah. right? So what? It was I know. a Saturday night. It wasn't four TV cameras.
1: And also, last time I checked, Bob Hawke sculled a beer yeah. at a cricket match. Oh, a awesome. footy match and everybody was like, hey, hog he's amazing. What? And if he hadn't have scolded the beer and have said no, then the media would have gone, oh, what a stuffed shirt. Oh, he needs to relax. He's so out of touch with the people.
0: I agree. But can I just read you a quote from the Sydney Morning Herald? Mm. Judith Ireland wrote, perhaps it was... Okay, so I've got to do it in her voice. Okay. Perhaps it was the unmistakably and assertively macho act amid a chanting group of hyped-up dudes, <laughs> and it came from a prime minister who's been trying for the last 18 months to convince us he is also the minister for women. Which bit is sexist? Yeah. Like, which? Like he sculled a beer. He didn't, as he was sculling the beer, say, and we're
1: under pay. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense at all. That's not sexist at all. Blokes could skull beers all day long unless exactly like they were saying, get in the kitchen before they did it. And I'll
0: give you the tip. There are plenty of young ladies. Mm. Feel free to go to the Gold Coast, Judith, because there's plenty of girls doing their bit for the skull. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: Have you seen the Kylie Jenner lip challenge? No. Oh, let me. But is is this
0: not the week where her father or former stepfather makes the big announcement? Yes. Of transition to womanhood?
1: I tell you what, hasn't that been the world's longest build-up? Yeah. This better be the interview to end all interviews or it is going to be the very definition of an anti-climax. Okay, I'll
0: give you the tip. Mm. Whole first hour, what's he's done in his life? Who was he? Middle 20 minutes? Mm -hmm the fame the show mm-hmm. leaving the show family breaking up mm-hmm. this is the last 45 minute jobby and to be honest the really good stuff I think the best you're going to get is him in front of a mirror sort of pulling his hair back.
1: Mm -hmm. There's not going to be much in it. I
0: think Mary Hart has been brought back from the dead. (laughs) I assume she died. (laughs)
1: Um, But basically, Kylie Jenner, the youngest of the Jenners, and I've got to say, for a long time, she was the least attractive of the bunch. And all of a sudden, like celebrity magic, she has become... Very, very attractive. Okay,
0: so Chloe's the bloke.
1: Yep. Kendall's the model. Let me show you a Kylie Jenner that was photo, and you tell me if she hasn't had some serious work done. So this is Kylie Jenner as I remember (laughs) her. Now, she's a pretty girl, but she's not the prettiest of all the Kardashians. This is what she looks like now.
0: Wow. Definitely snores. Probably a little bit of chin has been pulled out. And the lips, please. They're almost jolly perfect.
1: Yeah. She now looks almost like a carbon copy of Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Basically, her lips are gigantic. And so the internet craze that people have been trying to do, she says she works on her lips for an hour in the morning to get that perfect pouch, She says it's all makeup, but a lot of people are saying that it is not makeup at all. So people on the internet have taken to trying to get the Kylie Jenner lips by putting a glass over the top of their lips to try and plump them up. <laughs>
0: Did somebody die when they tried to have sex with a scarecrow while doing this? No, they didn't. The Kylie Jenner backup?
1: But what it's yielded now is a whole bunch of Kylie Jenner lip fails where people have shown (laughs) photos of what's happened when they've tried to get
0: lips. So they've given themselves either hickeys or ridiculous.
1: what that is that's something's broken gigantic puffed up lips, so it's either bruised, people are in tears there <laughs> this one's a tweet, oh my God, don't do it. I've ru- look at this. I look so gross. She's got like a, a, a hickey all the way around her lips. Mm. Look at this chick's lips.
0: Yeah, that's it. Ash is not getting the internet.
1: <laughs> get the guys up
0: on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, it feels like we haven't done enough sauce in this evening's podcast.
1: Well, let's get saucy. Can we
0: get right at there, down and dirty? Yeah,
1: let's get like a self-sourcing pudding. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Remember them. I yes. love them the in the creme 80s.
0: caramel and creme chocolate. Oh,
1: delicious. Well, they
0: put a little flag in there? Yes. Didn't they? Lovely. Have you seen the story of the teacher? Now, by teacher, they mean university lecturer, mm-hmm. who just got. Nude in front of a class, or shown a video of themselves nude in front of a class. No. It's part of an acting sort of back and forth, trying to teach young people about a play. It's pretty full on. Mm. Uh, it's you know, it's it's a video of uh, self love.
1: Mm. Oh what? what?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of like it's a little bit of self love, full nude. It's woof. Like it's the vagina monologues as you thought they would be. <laughs>
1: Why has she done that? To show people how to... Dr-
0: drama school. Here's me. Here's me, guys. Everyone, pay attention. Here's me in the performance, fully nude and essentially performing a live sex show.
1: What is it also about those individuals who clearly this has got nothing to do with acting and a whole lot to do with her cookie sexual exhibitionism Correct. fetish?
0: But see, You've seen a little more experimental theatre than I have. Mm. Have you ever seen Source on stage that just was... Nothing that much, but just a bit like random nudity in a theatre with you know five hundred people, and you've gone, what's this?
1: Remember how I told you I did the law review? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Every year
1: there is a nude sketch. Were you? Yes, three years uh, at the Footbridge Theatre in City uh, University. You were doing the Hot Shoe Shuffle. I've been nude on stage. So
0: what's like like nude? Uh... So the
1: girls wear undies and then no tops, and the boys go fully nude. So some what of what is my... it like? it's at the time it is kind of one of those things where you just want to be a part of it cuz the boldest and you. bravest you are, you people are, one are of doing the it
0: the people in the world
1: yeah, when it comes you're to that stuff. You're very
0: pro-mish and all the rest. Yeah. But get him out on stage in front of paying customers. Yes. You're there.
1: So some of the sketches that uh, that my friends from university and I remember quite fondly is my delightful friend Rob, who is now a barrister and a very successful one at that, uh, was once naked with me in a sketch called Legs Wide Open, which was at the time of Eyes Wide Shut. Of course. All of the sketches had movie titles that were turned around. Love. Uh, my other friend, Tom, who was a very well-respected lawyer, we did a why, segment... Why was? <laughs> we did a segment called Who Wants to See a Willie on Air, which oh. was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where he uh, participated in the Feel a Friend segment, and I was that friend. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on.
0: Oh, we've got to rehearse this every day, Rach. I just want to get the lines right.
1: So I have been naked on stage at the Footbridge Theatre.
0: I don't care why we started this conversation. <laughs> I just want to stay in touch, head to the website,
1: Just quickly, I wanted to. <laughs> I've been going through the exceptionally exciting task of looking through <laughs> color charts at different color names. Why? Uh, because I'm currently doing a creative project that requires creative around a paint. Okay,
0: I'm going to guess this here. I'm going okay. to reverse
1: pitch. Okay. I will
0: extract the pitch
1: from you. Okay,
0: yep. You have to know the variety of different names for colours mm-hmm. because you have to write a song that a family member or maybe dog might sing in a TV ad about the paint.
1: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's interesting. I just have to, I'm, I'm I'm trying to come up with an ad and so I'm looking for inspiration okay. within the paint names. How f***? a paint names. Oh,
0: ludicrous. Ludicrous. Who
1: comes up with these things? The thing is that, I mean, I'm currently at page 35 of the colour list and there are an unbelievable amount of colours. So it's like it's, fonts. Yeah. There's just
0: this endless world.
1: Naturally, you've got to come up with a whole bunch of uh, names and you can't just do blue, red, pink. Some of the things that I've come across today, variegated frond... <laughs> Was a gri- was a so green. So
0: frond was a thing. Yeah. And then it was variegated. Variegated
1: frond. Uh, we've got gooseberry fool is a, a nice pink what? shade.
0: Right, okay. Celery
1: satin. Who oh. wants to paint that? Lamb's ears. That's another one. Lambsies. As if a shade of pink? No, it was a shade of green. <laughs> Very weird. Jazzercise. <laughs> What's
0: what colour is Jazzercise? It's a
1: kind of pinky colour. Uh, so
0: theoretically what, the leotard
1: colour? I don't know. I don't know whether they're trying to, you know, the colour is the essence of Jazzercise, how you feel when you Jazzercise. Moonwort. Moonwort? Yeah, and genetic code. What is the colour of genetic co- I mean, who the f***? comes up with this shit. What were the draft names? <laughs> exactly. If this was good enough.
0: get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Sadly, as the rain tumbles down yet again.
1: Sky wee.
0: Sky wee.
1: <laughs> as we are
0: golden showered <laughs> from the grey above. <laughs> That's our little show. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, go find us on Facebook. Like the page, spread the word and we do need your help to boost, boost, boost our little podcast, so tell your mates, tweet, give us five stars, review, 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 when we get back up to the top of the charts. Yeah. Where's we belong? We end with Rachel Storytime, Dirty Story, Picture Magazine, People Magazine, Dirty Words, replaced with a nice, pleasant... Word.
1: Nice synopses. Yeah.
0: What What? What? What should the word be?
1: Hmm, what have we talked about today? Um, uh, mm, uh, mm, mm. How about Scarecrow from that death and taxes story? Yes, I was
0: actually going to go with death and taxes, but <laughs> I, like,
1: <laughs> I like Scarecrow. Let's go. All right. Today's story is called Animating. My boyfriend and I have a great sex life, but it's always in the same place. I told him I wanted to spice things up and left the idea. I know what you were thinking, Paul Murray, with him to stew on. The next week. The next weekend, we were at the movies and managed to catch a late night screening of Wreck It Ralph. Uh, Goodness, this is an old story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also a children's movie.
1: And the evening was going to be a lot more animated than I had anticipated. See what he did there? About halfway through, Matt... Oh, it's a she. Matt disappeared to get more popcorn and left me to enjoy the film. He must have only noticed the half-empty cinema on his return and used it as his opportunity to spice up our sex. Matt crawled back slowly on all fours and gave me the shock of my life.
0: Sticky floor, sticky floor, (laughs) sticky floor. Late night session
1: means food on floor. He didn't say a word, just handed me the popcorn and then scarecrowed my scarecrow scarecrow the <laughs> inside of my scarecrow. <laughs> my scarecrow twitched immediately oh, of course and, my, and my attention went from Ralph to Matt. In an instant, I sat forward in my chair and leant back. Mm, scarecrowing Matt's Scarecrow into my Scarecrow And felt his Scarecrow b- Scarecrow Is my Is he still sca- on all fours? <laughs> yes <laughs> Scarecrow which was already Scarecrowed I tried to keep up with the movie Why would you bother? <laughs> and, and P.S. I reckon you could leave it for a half hour And still pick up the storyline But Matt's long tongue proved to be too good I unbuttoned my top and let my boobs fall <laughs> out Was there anyone in this cinema? Matt correct Rest them while scarecrowing my scarecrowed scarecrow in the dark. I needed him inside
0: (laughs) Hang on, I thought there could have been a scarecrow there.
1: (laughs) But couldn't figure out how we'd possibly get away with it. I quickly looked around the cinema and noticed an area in the far back right corner that was darker than everywhere else. So I slyly pushed Matt away and quietly moved behind the vacant seats. Yeah, there's nothing obvious about that. With her
0: boobs still (laughs)
1: flung out. (laughs) I scarecrowed my scarecrow and oh scarecrowed Matt in. <laughs> he scarecrowed me with one scarecrowed scarecrow and I scarecrowed at once. I kept silent as Matt scarecrowed my oh scarecrowed scarecrow till he scarecrowed me with his scarecrow. Boy, what a great night at the movies. <laughs> the best thing
0: about Rachel's story time is she reads it without the scarecrows <laughs> after. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. You're listening to Paul and Rach. What's the last bit? The, the, the sort of the culminating...
1: I kept silent as Matt. <laughs> <laughs>